This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So the headline is Courtney Cox admits she messed up with fillers it's a domino effect she better in this story quote jeff fisher and chewing the fat with the three cuts to clown face because that's what she's saying there so in a new episode of gloss angeles ha <laughs> awesome i missed uh, the last episode of gloss angeles which is why i didn't hear courtney gosh darn it uh, Los Angeles is a podcast that uh, she was on with uh, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan Christensen put out Los Angeles and I'm, yeah, they're great I'm sure I've not heard an episode but I'm sure they're great uh, she talked about her overuse and anti-aging injectables calling it her biggest beauty regret it's a domino effect yeah it's called three cuts to clown phase that's what it's called the first one looks great it looks so good i'll do it again the second one ooh, doesn't quite do as good as the first one third one gotta have a third one then because the second one didn't quite do as good as the first one third one comes along Ooh, that doesn't quite do as good as the second one which wasn't as good as the first one and you're on your way three cuts to clown phase she recalled you look in the mirror and go oh that looks good you don't realize what it looks like to the outside person after doing so many fillers i just had to have them removed thank god they're removable see that's the thing with uh, you see i with the story that we did about the ukrainian um plastic surgery going on the one lady had uh, fillers and special lines put in that they're, they don't count that as the official plastic surgery but honey in today's world uh you're headed to clown face no matter what plus courtney honey if you're looking in the mirror and you're not seeing what we're seeing you need a new mirror welcome welcome to chewing the fat A lot of app news in the news today. A lot of app news. We've got uh, Spotify news, uh, Pinterest news, and Instagram news today. Big, big in the in the news. And you could even say that we have Twitter in the news since they were, you know, under fire on Capitol Hill yesterday. But hey, I'm, Twitter world. <laughs> yours truly. Uh, this is yours truly. No, we're not talking about OJ. I already apologized for OJ earlier in the week. He did say, he was saying Murdoch, and apparently that's how the people in South Carolina pronounce his name. I already said I was sorry. How many more times? What do you want from me, OJ? <sighs> anyway, so well, I'm going to let Twitter slide, or at least I thought I was, but I guess I'm not now. All right, so we have uh, Spotify. So uh, Spotify has redesigned their mobile app. And uh, apparently, and I haven't gone to the Spotify mobile app yet, but apparently it looks like TikTok. Huh. 
wonder why they want it to look like TikTok. So they've got their new mobile app, so it looks like TikTok. Uh, it, uh, it's vertical now. It uh, has uh, discovery feeds for music, podcasts, and audiobooks. lets you scroll through previews of each type of content. has a smart shuffle for premium subscribers that recommends new songs in your queue. Or is it Quay? And once you finish a podcast episode, similar podcasts will autoplay. I don't know that I... I don't mind the, hey, you'll like this. But I don't know that they should start autoplaying. But anyway... So uh, the TikTokification continues right? because Reddit and Netflix and Instagram and YouTube all have uh, doubled down on everybody's desire to see little bite-sized versions of everything. So when you go to the Spotify app today, don't be surprised because there it is. <laughs> oh, I know. Then we have the Instagram story where the lieutenant governor – in tennessee governor mcnally apparently he scrolls through instagram looking for hot guys and when he sees the hot guys he comments on them (laughs) now here's the deal it's kind of like my rule for if someone sticks a microphone in your mouth you don't have to speak now i appreciate it when you do because it makes great audio for me but you don't have to if someone shows up and asks you a question on the street in your home whatever with a microphone just because they put that microphone in your face doesn't mean you have to speak you can say no to that so according to this the lieutenant governor uh is looking at guys like uh hey somebody is some guy is posting in his underwear and he says hi sunshine oh love your boxers and heart emojis and uh, apparently one uh, post showing the user's buttocks in underwear from the ground view uh the lieutenant governor said uh, you could turn a rainy day into rainbows and sunshines oh yeah here's the deal this is my point about someone sticking a microphone in your face and not speaking you can scroll through instagram you can scroll through tiktok you can scroll through pinterest you can do all that you don't have to comment you do not have to comment okay the only people that know that you slowed down to look at sunshine and lollipop and his underwear is the algorithm on instagram and they say "Ooh, he stopped on at dot 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 one two three four in his underwear i'll send him some more pics of other members on instagram posing in their underwear i know it's a thing i've seen it work in my own life not with men in underwear but with people in their underwear just not men anyway that's another story i will say (laughs) and i love the response from his people his uh his uh what is this guy's name adam kleinheider the communications director for the lieutenant governor um 
Trying to imply something sinister or inappropriate about a great-grandfather's use of social media says more about the mind of the left-wing operative making the implication than it does about Randy McNally. As anyone in Tennessee politics knows, Lieutenant Governor McNally is a prolific social media commenter. He takes great pains to view every post he can and frequently posts encouraging things to many of his followers. Does he always use the proper emoji at the proper time? Maybe not. But he enjoys interacting with constituents and Tennesseans of all religions, backgrounds, and orientations on social media. He has no intention of stopping. So we're to believe, uh, all good and well, whatever. You know what, Randy, you want to post on the, on the, the man in his shorts, on the dock, look over, look on the water with the upshot. Fine. You go ahead and do that. Oh, look super. <laughs> oh, you can turn the day into sunshine with looks like that. Uh, you want to do that, you're fine. No problem. Maybe maybe somebody needs to say, Randy, don't comment. And how do we know that uh, the guy in his underwear is from Tennessee? We don't. And not one of his constituents by saying, hey, you look hot in your underwear with an on fire emoji. Uh, he might not be. He might be from, you know, Sweden. Who knows? I don't know where the guy is from. I haven't seen I haven't seen that particular post. So I don't know where he's from. <laughs> uh, it's just we are living in strange times. Now, the the Pinterest story was a mom. Uh, all mad that guys are pinning young girls you know if you're if you're a freak and i do mean freak and are some sort of pedophile and you're going on pinterest and you're looking at people posting pictures of little girls doing whatever little girls do and you're saving it to your pinterest pages your pinterest boards uh, let me ask you a question all right so okay so you're a freak and we know you're a freak but if you're posting pictures of your daughter and posting them on pinterest and you're going to be upset that some guy sees it and saves it what does it matter what does it matter that he has your i mean i know he's a sick freak i got it he's a freak i don't i don't want him out in society but he how is he hurting something by keeping that picture pinned to his board on Pinterest. And it's probably a private board. I don't know if you know this. Uh, I've been to Pinterest a couple of times in my life. You can lock your boards. You can have secret boards on Pinterest that belong just to you. Now, I know that Pinterest can see because they still send me notifications saying, Jeff, because you like this. <laughs> And I don't even, I can't even tell you. I tell you to go to Pinterest and, and I guess you follow people on Pinterest. I, I, I guess. I really am not that familiar with Pinterest. I just go there sometimes to look at the pictures. Not of little girls. Don't look at me like that. I'm not one of those, okay? Wow, stop looking at me like that. But I just, you know, find it interesting that people are finally getting upset about that. I mean, you could... Maybe stop posting pictures of your daughter on Pinterest in her little shorts playing stuff in the yard. 
Oh, that doesn't mean anything. I know. I know. I understand. I got it. It's harmless. It's a harmless photo for you. And it's not so harmless for the freakoids. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Then we have uh, congratulations to, there's a school in Texas that there's a, it's in the Houston area. It's a Spring Creek, Spring Branch ISD, Spring Branch. And they're having a big war over dress code. So a teen and uh, uh, her father are claiming that she was unfairly punished at the school. All right, so she runs track and she's out working out. And as she was out working out, she's now been reprimanded by the school for working out in just a sports bra. She had shorts on and a sports bra. All right, so the guys were out working out without T-shirts on. They they were topless, but she got in trouble for working out without a T-shirt on and just a sports bra. Just insane in today's world. I mean... It's a good thing she wasn't on the swim team. What do the swim teams swim in? Of uh, 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 the 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 gowns, the the the, the what is the stupid thing? The dances that they go to. Why can't I think of that stupid name? No, not <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not what they wear. What what is the what is the dances they go to? The the proms, the proms. I was not wearing full proms swimming. <laughs> did you was that on the air that's what you were telling me he's going down a list tutus leotards no it's not that's what they're wearing (laughs) oh anyway she's having a big battle with the school because she got reprimanded for wearing just a sports bra but then you know there's a big story about Germany, and I know it's Germany's not us, okay? But now they're saying and that uh, from now on, uh, if you're at a city's public swimming pool in Berlin, everybody can be topless. We're not going to do any. We're not going to. I don't care who you are, man or woman, you can all be topless. So, but don't wear just a sports bra when you're working out on the track team outside in high school it's just silly all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink (laughs) desperately (sighs) those of you listening live today is the 10th of march 2023 and if you wanted to know where to be i guess austin texas is the place you ought to be uh you got south by southwest starting uh, that's going on all next week. Uh, that should be fun. And I see where my man Joe Rogan just opened up a new comedy club in Austin. That would actually be fun to see. Um, he opened up his new comedy club saying uh, that he's going to be uh, catering to anti-cancel culture. <laughs> you can't fire me from my own club, bitch. <laughs> uh, so that's awesome. And, I mean... All the big names we're going to be showing up at Joe Rogan's club. It'll be well worth. Be tough to get a ticket, probably, um, because what big comedian in today's world is not going to show up at Rogan's place in Austin? Dave Chappelle, 
Bill Burr, Kevin Hart, Chris Rock. I mean, all those guys, they're not going to. They're not going to not go to Rogan's place in Austin. You're going to be seeing some great shows there. And I think uh, I, I saw uh, I saw one of Rogan's podcasts with Ron White. And Ron was saying, because I know he has a place down there, but he lives in L.A. as well. Um, I know Ron was saying that he was thinking about that he was retired now or whatever. Ron, stop it. Uh, you're going to end up walking up on stage at Rogan's place in Austin and doing a set or two. You know you are. I don't know why. Oh, I'm retired. You're going to do the whole bit on you being retired and then just do jokes around it? Uh, that makes sense, I guess. But uh, the, anyway, Austin is the place you ought to be. I know that uh, it's not on the best small towns list austin i guess is probably not a small town anymore it was on that list of best cities so i don't remember where what the ranking was but i see we have the new list of uh the south's best small towns and they list uh they list the top 10 here um number 10 though that everybody's making a big deal out of is a small town in texas fredericksburg texas have you ever been to fredericksburg texas when I asked that question earlier, I got from all the Texas people, oh, yeah, that's the hill country. <laughs> okay, thank you. Appreciate it. It's out there. Well, that's Austin. It's over there. Okay, thank you. That's the hill country. So I don't, I've never been to Fredericksburg, Texas. I'm going to have to make that a destination at some point. Uh, number nine is Folly Beach, South Carolina. Sanibel, Florida. Sanibel, Florida is beautiful. Tybee Island, Georgia. Fairhope, Alabama. Blowing Rock, North Carolina. I could be a fan of that. Uh, Delanaga, Georgia. Delanaga, Georgia. Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Buford, South Carolina. And the number one South best small town, St. Augustine, Florida. Boy, do I agree with that. I could live in St. Augustine, Florida, man. It is beautiful. One of the oldest cities in the in the world. United States, Jeff, don't be silly. Okay, so it's one of the oldest cities in the U.S. It's uh, it's awesome. It's beautiful. Uh, Any time I've get, been there, I could have stayed. No question. If you can earn a living to be able to live in St. Augustine, have at it, man, because it is a beautiful place to live. I, I do agree with that. You can always follow me on Twitter, at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. Probably should have mentioned that. Uh, I don't know what my Pinterest handle is. And uh, you can <laughs> you can always follow me on Cameo at Jeffy JFR. Cameo is my pimp. Uh, they f*** me out. And uh, I'll do whatever they want. I'll do whatever you want. You order, you order through Cameo at Jeffy JFR. It's not free. And I'll be happy. I'll be sad. I'll be glad. Whatever you need, uh, I'll do for you. I'm sure Cameo really appreciates uh, me considering them my pimp <laughs> that's probably not the marketing campaign cameo wants but that's what they're getting damn it that's what they're getting i see where uh a former twitter executive hey twitter world <laughs> thank you oj man calm down okay relax wow yours truly i, I love oj uh, ex-twitter president bruce daisley uh, said that Elon Musk is behaving like a local drunk. 
The more Musk behaves like the local drunk getting into slanging matches with disabled ex-employees, the less current employees will be proud to say they work there. (laughs) Uh, So Elon is, I mean, saying, oh, Elon says that this guy is disabled. That's what the deal is. Because Musk talked about the reality is that this guy who is independently wealthy, is it this guy, is it Daisley or another guy? So the spat involved, oh, okay, not Daisley. Daisley is talking about this employee, an employee with muscle dystrophy. That's raw. It's muscular, right? Dystrophy, but the story says muscle dystrophy. Okay. Uh, So who was laid off in February. This Haley Thorlefson, T-H-O-R-L-E-I-F-S-S-O-N. Amorphophallus. Thank you. I don't think she goes pronounces it that way she attempted to engage with musk on twitter as he was unsure if he was fired or not okay musk later wrote the reality is that this guy who is independently wealthy did no actual work claimed as his excuse that he was that he had a disability that prevented him from typing yet was simultaneously tweeting up a storm can't say i have a lot of respect for that wait 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 wait, elon you're trying to stop for just a second you're trying to uh create the neural link right so people can do stuff without typing so whatever program this guy is using to type if he is if he does have muscle dystrophy as the story said um I mean, you should be good with that, but he shouldn't be tweeting up a storm while he's actually working. But he, uh, Elon says, but he was fired, question mark. No, you can't be fired if you weren't working in the first place. (laughs) All right. And so now he's got the ex-Twitter CEO mad at him and saying bad things about him. Um, As an active Twitter user at JeffyJFR, uh, just like our friend OJ. Hey, Twitter world. Thank you. Uh, I would say to the former Twitter CEO, shut up. What are you doing? I mean, Elon, Elon is on the spectrum. He gets to make fun of, he actually can make fun of other disabled people because he is disabled, right? I mean, isn't that the, aren't those the rules? I thought those were the rules. Maybe not. Maybe there's new rules I don't know about. What well, I thought... Those were the rules. You can also email the show anytime you'd like. Uh, chewing the fat at the blaze.com. You can email me like this email. O'Toodles emailed the show. Chewing the fat at the blaze.com. Jeffy! Love the show! I try not to miss an episode. Problem is, I'm always driving the dang kids somewhere these days, and I never know if your next story is going to be about zoo animals, dangerous plungers being recalled, or murdered stripping hookers from Tahiti. (laughs) Thought I'd run the idea by you for a family-friendly show so I can enjoy Friday shows with the kids in the back seat. Okay, well, I appreciate I don't like the attitude that I received from your email. I'm not real crazy about that, but you know, I appreciate the email. <laughs> yes, 
at least well that's the way i read it it really wasn't all caps and it, she ends it with uh and she also gives me some marketing advice here at the end uh you can also gives you an opportunity to plug fridays along with your other what have yous think about it well don't use my lines all right first of all let me use my lines um and she also ps's me ps obviously it wouldn't have to be on a friday it could be any day <laughs> well at the next board meeting of chewing the fat we'll give it well i'll make sure that this is on the this is on the agenda okay it will be it will be discussed at the next board meeting thanks for the email another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. So who died today? Who died today? Well, we'll start with Chaim Topol. Uh, has passed away at the age of 87. And you say, wait, who is Chaim Topol? Well, he's a leading Israeli actor who charmed generations of theater goers and movie watchers with his portrayal, and I'm sure that you remember his character, The Milkman, in Fiddler on the Roof. Duh. (laughs) He also starred as uh, the uh, foil to James Bond turned ally in For Your Eyes Only alongside Roger Moore, that James Bond movie. Uh incredible so uh, and he was celebrated for his contributions in film and culture with the israel prize of for lifetime achievement which is the country's most prestigious honor so Chaim topol uh, dead at the age of 87 also who died today who died today robert blake robert blake has died 89 years old this guy's been working since he was a little kid in our gang i mean he's been working forever and you know i mean i i loved robert blake don't do the time no don't do the crime if you can't do the time i just remember the song i probably should do the right song anyway for his tv show beretta that and that show i think was on like for four years or something felt like it was on forever i can always never forget robert coming on the tonight show with uh, johnny carson and he's trying to quit smoking so he just has a regular cigarette unlit I'm just trying to quit smoking. I can't stop the motion, but I just need to, I'm not going to smoke a bit anymore. Okay. Good call, Robert. And then he went on trial for murder. Remember that? Uh, which he was found uh, not guilty on. Uh, they tried to claim that he killed his wife. A big trial, the big, uh, big murder trial. He was found not guilty. Then he had a civil trial over the same case. The civil trial, a lot like O.J. Simpson. 
by the way. <laughs> uh, the civil trial found, uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, you're going to owe the family $30 million. Well, then they, you know, then they went through it all again, and the courts revisited it all, and they said, no, you know what? You don't owe $30 million. You know what? You only owe $15 million. <laughs> Oh, okay, that's great. Uh, either way, then he filed for bankruptcy, and I don't even know if they, I don't know if they got a dime. I mean, that's what Goldman is still pissed off at OJ about. OJ's out living, you know, playing golf every day, and he hasn't paid them back. I, I honestly, I don't know if he's paid them back any money, but it certainly isn't close to what he owes them. Anyway, it's just that. Uh, so, I mean, I, I always loved uh, Robert Blake. I thought he was a strange dude, and he's been acting since he was a little kid. Of course, he's a weird dude. <laughs> you can't help yourself man very sad news he was uh he was 89 uh you know of course he was 89 years old but apparently there was some sort of heart disease issues now he's 89 but that's still you know i know what you're thinking i know what you're thinking stop thinking that okay it's got nothing to do with that you don't even know you don't even know if he was or he wasn't that's where your mind went i know doesn't matter he's dead robert blake dead at the age of 89 rest in peace and yesterday we talked about i think it was yesterday at least sometime this week on one of the shows we talked about the uh powerball winner who won the 2 billion 2.04 billion and now it's being fought in court because some guy says he's the winner and his ticket was stolen and this guy's not the actual winner and i mean it's not we'll see what happens but the lottery california lottery is like we're pretty sure uh we vet people pretty good yeah i mean they have video and uh actual time stamps of tickets being sold that kind of thing but he just uh, i remember he i was i was pissed <laughs> for him because he won over two billion and he took the cash payout and the cash payout was under a billion only 997 million or something like that well i mean i don't know how he's gonna get by so he just bought a new place in california for 25.5 million dollars and that's the thing right he's got 100 you know 900 and some million 25 million i spit on 25 million when i have a billion dollars but it's the upkeep in years to come right you better have a good trust fund set up so that you know Jose and Hose B still show up to trim the hedges and keep the pool clean. You otherwise knew. Otherwise, the HOA up there in the Hollywood Hills get a little, little pissed. They don't like the green pools. <laughs> Helicopters fly over the Hollywood Hills and start seeing green pools. No. That does not bode well with the HOAs, man. Sorry, doesn't happen. So he bought this place. <laughs> for 25 what did i say 25.5 yeah 25.5 million i guess it was listed for uh over 30 million so he got a good deal he's got five bedrooms seven baths more than thirteen thousand square feet of living space pretty sweet pretty sweet he says here that uh the home is sited privately behind the gates above the framed chateau marimont i've st- that place is gorgeous have you ever stayed there uh man that is the place to stay maybe that's why all the big shots stay there jeff yeah it probably is because it's pretty freaking sweet so congratulations to our lottery winner for at least you know picking up a new trailer because you need when you win the lottery first thing you're going to do you pick up a new double wide and that's what he did 
He picked up a new double wide up there on the Hollywood Hills. I see where uh, Rush's wife, Rush Limbaugh, the great Rush Limbaugh, uh, his wife has just sold their dump in Palm Beach. <laughs> uh, for $155 million. Uh, let's see, that's a pretty penny. That's a pretty penny. Uh, I know, don't look at me. I didn't buy it. I mean, I'm not giving $155 million for that dump. I mean, <laughs> there's three homes on this property. All right, three homes on this property, 2.7 acres. All right, now the compound, the main compound, has 16,600 square foot mansion, 2,900 square foot house, a 2,200 square foot house, and combined with those three, you have 13 bedrooms, 12 bathrooms. Boy, for that big a place, that seems... For the mansion, the mansion should have 13 bedrooms and 12 bathrooms, but the 2,900 and the 2,200 square feet have got to have at least two, right, each. So you're looking at uh, nine in the 16,600 square foot mansion. Uh, you might be waiting if there's a, <laughs> if, you've got the, if you've got the family over, you may have to wait to get in the bathroom. There's only nine. <laughs> so uh, the, the, main, the main place... 250 feet of oceanfront views, two-story library, which is a scaled-down version of the Biltmore Estate Library in North Carolina. If you, if you have an opportunity to ever tour the Biltmore there in North Carolina, it's just gorgeous. And an additional four guest houses, let's see, an additional four guest houses and a guard station for 24-hour security services features a pool and a putting green. Wait a minute, so we've got the... 16,600 square foot mansion, the 2,900 square foot house, the 2,200 square foot house. But then down here it says we have an additional four guest houses. Okay, so is that separate from these other two houses that are on the that are on the acreage? So if we put the 18 minute together along with the seven minute together, oh. you got 22 minutes. You sell it with eight minutes of ads, you got 30 minutes. I, are you doing my lines? Bringing up the stuff, my stuff. I mean, what I said there is factual, by the way. Uh, if you break it down, facts are facts. But I'm just trying to figure out the what I paid for. $155 million, what you're getting. That's all. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I'm guessing, and I don't, they don't say who bought it. But I'm guessing whoever spent the $155 million, probably satisfied with what they're getting. I don't know, though. You never know. Could be a knockdown. If you got, to, if it's Bezos or Musk, although Musk said he's not going to buy any of these more dumps. He's, he sold all his places in California. He actually is living in some kind of, well, it's a house. But it's a trailer down in South Texas, right? I mean, that's his house that he fixed up. It's a little bit better than just the single houses on the proper on the on the main city there on Musk Town, but uh, it's it's all he lives in anyway. Um, if it's Bezos or Musk or one of the one of the top billionaires, I mean, it could be a knockdown. They're buying Rush's place. Yeah, we hated Rush Limbaugh so much, we bought the place and we knocked it down. Tell me that wouldn't be a that could, that could actually happen. That's sad, but that could happen.
mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply couple of stories that are in the news that aren't verified i mean they're stories and they're you know they're they're kind of true but not really uh we talked yesterday about uh the possibility of harry and megan going to the coronation of uh charlie i'm sorry charles uh, soon to be king uh, they were calling him king but he's not really king yet because the coronation hasn't happened well i guess he is king but it's not 100 percent official until the coronation whatever and so that it was reported yesterday that harry and megan are going now that it was reported I and mean, i guess they got an email there was an email sent to harry uh but the report then came out that they're going well really what's happening is that they have not said that they're going it's just that they're preparing for the coronation in England and they're making a place at the table for them if they show. And, of course, they've got their place at the castle because they gave them the boot from the cottage. Chuck was like, "Now nah, you're out of here. I gave your kids their title. You're not keeping the cottage. If you come into town, you can stay at the castle down there in that wing back there that nobody goes to and you can shut your face, okay? So, that I mean, that's still going on. But... So my point is, is that they haven't said that they were going to go, but the coronation preparers are preparing for them to be there so that if they decide to go, they're not unprepared for them. Okay. The next story that's in the news that's, is that Ron DeSantis has going, is going to run for president of the United States. Now we all think he is uh trump certainly wants him to so that they can you know duke it out but what it is is that it's being reported that ron said privately that he's going to run okay so it's not official but somewhere someplace ron was sitting there smoking a cigar with a drink away from the wife and the kids and yeah i'm gonna run yeah, I'm going to run. I'm going to run. I'm just going to wait till the end of the legislative session. And we all believe that's when it's going to happen anyway, that he's going to announce that he's going to run for president once the Florida legislative session ends. I feel like that's in May sometime. Uh, so we still have time to wait for that. Um, and I mean, I, he's the man, right? I mean, I know that the, I know the Mac back off me with your MAGA hats right now. Okay. Don't be coming at me. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, I know the MAGA people still believe in Trump and they believe Trump's the guy. Myself, I think that, I think it'll be an interesting fight if Ron DeSantis gets in the race. We'll just say that. And we have a couple other people in the race that are, you know, are kind of looked at as inconsequential. You got Marion Williamson, who's just jumped in to sell some more books. And you've got Vivek Ramaswamy. And I love him. He's great. But what happens? Is he great enough to actually become president? I don't know. Up against Trump and or DeSantis? I don't know. 
and what happens then is what the votes get taken away the people voting for vivek that aren't voting for donald or ron then it takes away votes for one of those that end up having whoever's the other side's candidate win because of that and do we want that because that could be this president that we have right now again oh dear lord that cannot happen dear lord that's why i don't talk politics on the show so i don't i'm just i'm just telling you that what's being reported about desantis is that uh he's gonna run and that's only that's not real it's just being reported that somebody heard him in a private setting say he was gonna run so nothing official if you follow me on instagram today or if you follow me on instagram any day (laughs) please uh jeff fisher radio you know i love vanity license plates and I, i post stuff license plate of the day all the time i love them hot look and you can just you can go scroll through my Instagram and see uh, license plates of the day. I just I like them; they're fun. I can take pictures of them. It's probably not really safe. I, I would say that I don't do it. I don't drive with my phone and take pictures of vanity plates on the road. That would be wrong. I I just they just appear on my phone. I don't know how they show up. They're just there. I say, oh look, there's a vanity plate, and the picture happens. Well, I see many states are, you know, now trying to really, they want to keep you from putting what you want on your plate. I'm sure we still want you to pay top dollar for the vanity plates because that's a great income for the states. But we don't want anything that's offensive, that we think is offensive. So now there's a big fight in in Maine as well. Uh, there's a apparently someone in Maine uh, has a license plate that has the word tofu in it, and now that's being cracked on because it's got fu in it, and somebody could perceive that. Well, okay, really, really, we're gonna go after somebody that has luvtofu. So I mean, I guess it could mean love to fu, but so what? so what i i I mean come on maine and the rest of you states people should be able to put on their plates what the hell they want who cares i guess you know it could be distracting (laughs) could be distracting if you're driving around and you see love to f you i mean you may follow it (laughs) i wouldn't do that I wouldn't advise that, but I'm just saying it's possible that someone could do that. So the state has decided to change and say that uh, 274 plates have been deemed so far to be inappropriate. Okay. So the uh, one person who had their plate canceled, their vanity plate canceled, is uh, her and her best friend, gave up their matching license plate that contained the word for a female dog. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not Not on a plate. Not on a license plate. That's horrible. We don't want anybody seeing that. So apparently, um, if you have profanities, F-bombs, either spelled out or abbreviated, uh, no, you cannot do that. So... 
don't do it. I don't want to. I don't want the f word with snow. I don't want hate f a l s. Nothing. They're all gone. I don't care what you f. It can't be on it. Okay. <laughs> the new rules D- ban derogatory references to age, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, gender identity, national origin, religion, or disability. Also. Banned is language that incite violence or is considered obscene. So uh, uh, that's a good gig to have right there. The guy in Maine. <sighs> nope, don't like that one. That's obscene. Cancel it. Still charge him the extra hundred bucks though. Just send him something else. I mean, the only reason we have the vanity plates now is because well, people like them, and it's a money maker for the states. But now we're just going to go ahead and ban things because we don't like the words. The word police, I, I, just, I just can't take. And California has uh, their ban on plates that are offensive to good taste and decency. A federal judge said, nah, that's too broad. Uh, you're violating constitutional rights of free speech. Okay. So I guess, and here in Texas, I see them all the time, although I will say that uh, Texas rejects plates all the time with the love to F you too. <laughs> I know. I don't understand it either. I, honestly, I, I don't understand it. What does it matter if it's love to F you, which is really love tofu, or if it's you know what what have i got a hot hot look there's plenty there's plenty of them on uh art to ink oh i like that one that was my last one art to ink that's a good one and then uh what else have we got here we got be cool hot look real cars i i r i l cars uh, hey hey TX fix it, Texas fix it, like that one. Uh, this one car, this isn't a license plate, but it was a bumper sticker on the car. Uh, support cannibalism, eat me. <laughs> That's funny business. Come on now. Mary Poppin. Oh, see, that could be offensive. Oh, and here's one a Texas plate, a black Texas plate. Vanity flay. Now you're talking big dollars there, my friend. Costing you a little cash. L.G. Brandon. L.G.B.R.N.D.N. What could that mean? What could that mean? Let's go Brendan. Is that the phrase? Let's go Brendan. Must be something supporting the kid. Brendan. It must be their kid's name. That's the... I don't understand. Anyway, stop it. You're either going to have them or you're not. Apparently, we're not. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.